gentlemen to growing through it i bet you're all surprised to hear from me <laughs> you know it's been a minute it's been a while actually and um really i've run out of excuses uh, so i'm gonna come out with the truth and tell you why i've been missing <laughs> uh no nah, that's over dramatic but the truth is it's just that um really i've lacked motivation just to record um i've also been very busy you know with work um, life update, I got a new puppy, so that's also, you know, taking a lot of my time, but, um, I've been wanting to do this, but at the same time, I haven't, just cause, you know, it's, um, it's really hard to continue a podcast by yourself for, you know, for a while, right, like, I know I'm not that deep into it, but, um, what is it like four or five episodes of just me talking to myself gets um can get a little frustrating a little lonely for sure um but you know now I'm trying here again uh mostly just to say that uh that Carlos and I which is my BFF we are gonna start recording again you know for afterthought to you know because i felt like that was in a, a little bit of a mixture of both i think would be phenomenal just because you know it's not always so serious all the time right like i try to teach you know teach <laughs> i try to you know practice some you know, emotional literacy and, you know, trying to impart on people the things that I've learned, you know, and so we can all live in this globe or flat earth, whatever you would decide to believe in, um, in harmony, you know, and um, I'm very much grateful for the people who take the time to listen to me, uh, you know, I my to listen to my very un, unprofessional opinion so i always appreciate anybody that listens even if it's just one person a month or whatever you know if that one if this helps that one person a month then so be it you know more power to you uh and i don't really have a topic for today i just really sat down picked up the mic dusted it off <laughs> and hit record I got some music playing in the background. You guys can't hear. I got it in my headphones, but um, that's really what it's been up. That's <laughs> that's all I'm doing right now. So we're we're gonna we're gonna go through this together, and I'm for sure gonna have to edit some of this out just because I know 
that I'm going to, one, stutter like crazy, two, ramble about nothing, and three, probably forget some of the points that I'm trying I'm trying to make or coming up with. But um, as for right now, I guess I'll just hit you guys with some life updates. Um, like I said, I got a puppy, so that's been great. Uh, also pretty difficult, just because he is a puppy. He's a big puppy. He's huge. Um, he he's eleven months now. Um, I got him in. I got him when he was at the eighth mark. <laughs> I got him when he was eight eight months old. <laughs> I should have just said that. Um, and well, you know, he came from, or he was a rescue. So, you know, I guess the people who had him before, I did. Not to, or, or the people who gave him to me rescued him, but they they weren't allowed to, or they couldn't keep him due to allergies or financial reasons, so they were looking for a home, a home for him. But um, where he was originally, he was being trained as a hunting dog, and like no sh- no shame to hunters out there, but like if you if you want a hunting dog, treat them better because um his name is Rocky by the way. Rocky was in such bad conditions, um, he, he was starved, right, oh, you could see his, his ribs, you can see his hip bones, um, there was really no meat on his body, and, well, that's a big issue, you know, (laughs) obviously, and so we've been working on his weight, you know, working on his health, uh, he had a UTI when we first got him, so, and then, like, the medicine he was on, uh, messed with his stomach, so, you know, it was, it was a little bit of a battle in the beginning, um, it still is a little bit, but we've gotten to the point where he no longer, um, acts like it's his last, he's, this is his last meal, now he knows, you know, he'll be fed two times a day, he'll, at at a certain hour, um, we even made a fence for both of them, because, um, for those who know, I have two dogs now, Rambo and Rocky, yeah, we got the whole, um, Sylvester Stallone <laughs> going on there, but, um, yeah, and so we got, so we made a, we made a fence for them, now they can enjoy the outside, be, have, have a little bit of freedom, you know, to be able to run around, play around, um, him and Rambo, uh, didn't really get off to the greatest start in the beginning, but now they're warming up to each other, and I'm not gonna say things are perfect between them, but, like, from where they started, this is a big improvement. Uh, Rambo was very, um, what's it called? Food, uh, food protective? Or whatever. You know, he he would, um, he wouldn't share his food or his bowls. And, well, Rambo, I guess, is a secret killer because he always goes for the neck. Um, thank God, you know, uh, the fights they have been in, they haven't hurt each other, um, you know, they haven't had any great injuries, um, you know, they've cut each other here and there, but that's normal, you know, for two dogs that get in a tussle, uh, and, you know, luckily, I have my brother that helps me, my folks also, you know, they pitch in, they really love the dog, mostly because he's in the shed like Rambo does, but, you know, this is where we're at, and, um, yeah, he's really been a, a great blessing in disguise, you know, uh, I, I've been wanting that feeling of having a puppy again for a while, and, like, this was so unexpected, because the last person to tell me 
or the person or the person who told me about the dog was the last person I expected to want another dog, which is my mom. And um, I like I have no clue why she wanted another one. And I honestly, when I when she first told me, I thought it was a joke because like my mom, she loves dogs, but she also loves. You know, her space being cleaned, which I mean, I can understand, I guess. Uh, but I prefer a dog over a clean house any day. <laughs> Not to say I live dirty, okay? Just FYI. I, I I like to be somewhat organized. I'm not the most organized guy in the world, but um, you know, I like to be a little bit a little bit clean. Anyways, so yeah, she told me about the dog, and I was like, if you're for real, let's go get him like right now. And um, at first, you know, she's she gave me the number of the person who was giving them away and uh <laughs> the the funny part of that is that you know they had already given him to another family and you know and we, I was bummed out right cuz I got my hopes up um cuz they had sent me pictures of him and at first I thought he was a great dane which he's not you know a little bit of a bummer but he's a uh, I'm going to try to not to butcher this, but I think he's a, a tree and walker, walking coon hound, something like that. And, um, but he's a little bit bigger than what these coon hounds normally look like. He's really tall. I mean, I mean, him standing up, he'll probably reach his, like the tip of his nose. If he's standing straight up, it would probably reach around my eyebrow levels which is insane, I'm, I'm 5'11", lie, nobody asked you, <laughs> um, 5'11", and, um, you know, like, he's a pretty big dude, <laughs> so, yeah, anyways, they gave him to another family, and, uh, you know, uh, I think, like, a week goes by, and they're like, oh, this family can't keep him due to allergies or financial reasons, I don't know, I feel like there are a bunch of excuses, because um, he was a difficult and like still has a little bit of difficulties within him but um you know I don't I don't think he's a difficult dog I just think that uh they haven't nobody's taken the time you know to sh to or or have to have patience with him to show him kindness to show him love you know to show him some rules mannerisms you know um so that's really and that's what we've been doing you know we've been trying to train him um, he's, he's great for walking, you know, he doesn't tug, he doesn't pull, unlike Rambo, which I wish Rambo would learn off of him, but he's starting to learn off of Rambo, and Rambo has some bad manners, boy, <laughs> but, um, it's all love, um, and anyways, um, but, you know, we've, we started teaching his commands, like sit, you know, paw, uh, he, he'll do anything for you if, if there's a treat involved. Uh, but you know, there's still like, he's, you know, he's biting things now <laughs> he's teething. Uh, he, he left us, we left him a home alone. I think it was maybe our second week of having him <laughs> and like, you know, we couldn't, we didn't have the fence yet, so we couldn't leave him outside. Obviously it was, it was caught. We couldn't leave him, um, out in the opening inside because one of a, of fear of, of him fighting with Rambo, excuse me, and two of him tearing everything up, 
So I pulled out Rambo's old kennel, which is pretty big. So, you know, it wasn't a problem for like for space wise for him. Um, so we, I, we put that together. We uh, <laughs> and then uh, he was staying in Jason's room, which he does, still does. But now he sleeps on the bed instead of in the kennel. Um, so he, he he was we put him in Jason's room in the kennel and. I like I like to make sure my dogs are always comfortable. You know, I, I never want them. I never want them to be too hot. I never want them to be too cold. So you know, it's in Jason's room. It typically gets um, a little warmer than you know most part of the house. And so I left him a like a big fan on, like a construction fan on. <laughs> and then to come, then we come home right, and and we just see this big mess of just excuse my language for those who uh listen and don't really care for cursing but you know there was dog shit everywhere and it was on the walls it was in in his cage he was covered in it right because like at that time jason was going to school from i believe was three to five and in charlotte so he would get home late my mom obviously was working and you know me and my pops we work pretty late sometimes too so there was no no one really to be able to take care of him we just made sure he was fed and he had enough water to survive the day and so when we got when we get home we find that surprise and man let me tell you it was a hard day at work too he had lifted who knows how many sheets of concrete to the second floor and boxes of tile and then to come home to we like we had we me my my dad and Jason all rushed to clean the entire house so so that my mom wouldn't come home to find the shit everywhere <laughs> it was so funny my and like I have never seen my dad so like active and cleaning um it, it was hilarious because he was he was mopping you know he was he was making the house smell nice because because like once you open the door actually. I'm pretty sure even before you, like, just right at the door while the front door is closed, you can just smell the shit. And so when we get in there, it's just horrendous. And we go to the room, <laughs> and it was just a big surprise. And the poor baby, he was just so sad, and he was covered in his shit. And so, <laughs> and so you know, we obviously, like, while Jason's showering him, I'm cleaning his kennel. My dad's uh, mopping the floors. Jason goes to clean his room when he's done with him. And, you know, we're just rushing, rushing, rushing to make sure my mom doesn't come home to this. Because, you know, my mom works cleaning houses. The last thing she wants to do is, is come home and clean. So, <laughs> so yeah, that's what we did that day. And, like, you know, a lot of people, I guess, get annoyed by things like that. I found so much joy in it because I remember I went through the same thing with Rambo when we when we first got him and uh I, I guess like he had eaten something bad and and he just had like diarrhea and couldn't like just stop shitting so <laughs> we came home to to the same thing and had to do the exact same thing and it was just I don't know like people people get frustrated with those sort of things and to me, like, I'm not going to say I, I love them, but I, I, I have, I, I find small pleasures in them just because they're moments that you'll remember forever. And, you know, they're always something funny that you can look back on. Um, you know, and I was, I was telling one of my friends, like that she, she also got a new puppy and I was, just, and I, I think he had done the same thing. 
And I was just like, just enjoy these moments because once they're old, you know, like you don't go through these puppy phases anymore. They have, and they grow into different personalities. Like these two dogs are two different personalities and it's, they're just so funny and adorable together because Rambo, you know, he's a, he's a little older now. So he, I like, I wouldn't be able to have noticed how like grumpy he truly is if I wouldn't have had Rocky in, into our lives or in, in our lives. Right. Because, um, Rambo, like, you know, Rocky loves, he's youthful right now. That, that dude, that fool is a horse when he's outside. He's just galloping throughout the backyard, uh, having a great time playing with toys, tearing shit up. And, um, and <laughs> Rambo is just this old grump sitting in the corner, <laughs> trying to find some shade, some peace and quiet. And, I mean, you know, Rambo, I guess now that he's warmed up to him, he'll, they'll like play here and there. They do, they do fight over toys sometimes, um, but that's expected. Uh, I feel like Rambo in the beginning was a little jealous of him just because everybody gave him attention, especially my parents. Rambo, like, really listens to my parents, is really is very obedient to them. And um, and so when my, when my, like, my parents aren't very affectionate towards dogs, especially Rambo, just because Rambo has, um, he's, he's very protective of me. Right, like if my mom's yelling or if she's like, you know, moving her hands too much, he'll come and like in my defense. And so, you know, like now that they and then now that he sees um, my parent, my parents, you know, um, being very affectionate towards Rocky, I guess he like gets under his skin and he'll like shove Rocky out the way and just sit in like front center attention. <laughs> you know, trying to do anything for some love. Oh, man, me and him can relate. <laughs> We're attention whores, but it's okay. It's all love. Uh, but yeah, that's um, that's been something small for my life of an update. Um, and then just really much, pretty much has been work. Um, you know, my friends started a soccer team that I just, you know, self designated myself as coach which um I don't really know shit about soccer but I'm like very observant and and like I I, I tell them that I just go to observe and critique all right because um I'm like good at observing people and just you know watching where they lack and their strength and then you know being able to coordinate with each and every one of them on positions and shit but our first game is this coming Monday, so that should be exciting. Uh, I made a new friend. He has been here for like two months from Cuba. Uh, he's a barber. He's really cool. Shout out Abraham. Um, you should check his. You should check him out. Uh, like, you know, they say that um, that you know you get a, if you get a hair like you get a nice haircut, but they can't make miracles, right? Dude, that guy transforms people completely. Like, I went from looking like a bomb to, like, looking like a million dollars. Um, and I just got a simple haircut, just a simple taper. And, you know, I was feeling myself. <laughs> I was like, dude, I don't, like, even feel like I need to wear a hat anymore. Right? Because I, I had a bad habit of wearing hats, mostly because of my receding hairline. Oh, excuse me. I don't know why I got so much hiccups or, like, burps. Um, but anyways... 
you know, I was like, I don't even feel like I need to wear hats anymore. Like, I, I feel so empowered by this haircut. <laughs> it sounds lame, but whatever. I don't care. That's me. Um, anyways, and yeah, he's a he's a real cool dude. He's a solid dude. Um, he's got he's got dreams and aspirations, and here here in the U.S. And I want to help him succeed in his dreams. You know, um, he's really he's really passionate about barbering and you know i like recording and taking pictures so i want to help him build his clientele not that i know anything about that world right but you know just point and shoot it's my motto and then we'll see what we can do together so be on a lookout for that uh that should be coming sometime soon hopefully um he's making a insta or we'll be making an instagram page called color fades because he also likes to dye people's hair or (laughs) he doesn't like to dye people's hair but he does that as well as barbering and he's really good at it too uh he just did one of my boy's hairs and uh it came out pretty lit i personally wouldn't have gotten something like that but you know my boy's very extravagant and he likes that lifestyle no judgment but yeah uh let's see what's next i'm running out of topics here Oh, I um I don't know if you guys watch Stranger Things. I just finished the uh, last season, which was pretty lit. I feel like I should have done this live so I can have somebody to talk to. But then I have to set up everything. <laughs> oh man. Okay. Look, I'm gonna I'm I'm gonna expect you guys I don't really expect much, but I want to expect that if I put something out there, you guys will reach out to me and, you know, maybe give me your advice. I give, I've given you guys advice on, or my opinions on some things. I think it's my turn to receive some advice. <laughs> but anyways, I guess my question would be, when you're lacking motivation, the, the will or the drive to do something that you know you love doing, how do you, how do you build that, how do you build that back up? How do you, get out of that rut from just you know not wanting to do it because like you know this is in the comfort of my own home uh granted i I understand that there are times where i don't do it mostly because there's people here and it's a little bit awkward for me but like you know there are days where there's nobody here and i'm home alone without shit to do and you know i just won't bother to do it because i'd rather be doing something else I, i guess that would uh totally Say that I'm not passionate about it. Damn, I'm a hypocrite. I'm really not. Um, no, I, I I enjoyed podcasting, but um, I don't know. I guess I've just been busy in my life, where or, or or to the point where I just can't really focus on something else, right? Like, because this takes time, obviously, you know. And then you want to come across as as knowing what you're talking about, because there's a saying that if if you can't explain it well enough. That means you don't know it enough. So, yeah, you know, I, I try to, when I talk about something, I try to do my research, you know. I try to draw from personal experiences or experiences I've seen other people go through. But, you know, as of right now, I, I mean, life right now for me is very, very simple. You know, I'm not going through any crisis. I'm not going through any... I mean, you know, I I have been down for maybe a few weeks now, uh, and I don't think anybody's noticed. 
but um it's just something that i think i have to deal with on my own um and internally mostly just because i and see this is the part that sucks because i love giving advice but i don't ever take my own and i literally said this to one of my friends the other day i was like man i was i told them i told them if somebody else was going through your shoes would you treat your would you treat them as harshly as you treat yourself and you know like as i was saying it it was like hitting so hard for me because you know i treat myself pretty harshly you know i'm 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 my best and my worst friend you know if that makes sense cuz um you know i i i just don't treat me as fairly as as i treat other people and uh, I guess it's something I have to work through. Uh, and it's just, I mean, everybody struggles with that occasionally. Um, the reality is, it's just, that's how we are as people. You know, we expect more of ourselves. And um, I forget the guy's name, but I think he's like, he's a motivational speaker. I think his name is like Tim Roberts or something. But he was like, people underestimate, or they overestimate what they can do in a year, but underestimate what they can do in five or ten years and I guess my struggles really always lie within um I guess where I'm at in my life you know I've always I'm I'm always wanting to be doing more than I I am but I guess I just don't realize that maybe this is just as much as I can take for this moment in this moment of my life maybe if if more was added to my plate i wouldn't be able to handle the pressure or be able to handle handle it at all in any sort of way so it's best to take it a day at a time because it's really not a race right like i don't know why i'm in such a rush to do the things that i want to do or or be where i want to be so bad when i cuz i don't see myself in competition with anybody so there's no reason for me to rush myself you know, patience is a virtue, they say. <laughs> um, but yeah, you know, I, I just got to be patient with myself, patient with, with the thing, with my surroundings, and and I guess I don't know. I I don't want I don't want to be the guy to say that hope things will change because I mean, you know, works or what is it? Faith with without works is dead faith. So, you know, I've, I always want to be doing something and, and, and I just, I don't know when, when there's, when there's a, a, like a standstill in my life, I kind of like freak out because there's no growth, but yet there's no like, what's the opposite of growth on growth. <laughs> Damn, I'm lacking the words today. Um, but you know what I'm trying to say, right? Like, you know, I'm, I'm just, I'm just still. But I guess stillness isn't a bad thing, right? When you're when you're in a boat, you know, and there's stillness in the in the water, you're able to see things more clearly. Hmm. I just came up with that. Damn. Uh, what's it called? I'm gonna patent that so nobody can steal that from me. Trademark pending. <laughs> no, but um, you know. You know, that kind of, like, makes sense, right? Or at least to me it does. If it doesn't to you, then you're on the wrong podcast. 
Um, that was harsh. I don't mean that at all. But, you know, yeah, I guess I have to be more patient with myself. You know, enjoy the stillness because maybe in the future to come, life won't be as still. You know, there'll be some waves. And I guess I just got to appreciate, you know, the moment where I am in my life. And it's not to say that I don't. But it's just hard, you know. I don't know. I mean, you come uh, you especially coming from, and I'm not saying that it's just specific to this ethnicity, but like coming from uh, Hispanic parents, you know, they're always expecting you to be doing something, you know, be like being still for Hispanics is, is like being lazy, which it's, it's not always true. It's such, it's a, it's such a bad like mindset to have that, that if you're not doing anything with your life, you're nothing. And, um, I refuse to, to believe that because, you know, you can't plant a seed, water it and expect it to grow immediately. No, you gotta let it, you know, you gotta let it soak up the nutrients from the soil, the sunlight, you know, and, and it'll eventually grow in time. There's no rush to this. Like, yeah, there's, there's, as we know of. There's only one life that we live and you got to, yeah, you got to make the best of it and you got to, I guess, do what, do what you want to do. But at the same time, like, you know, enjoy every second of it, bro. Like enjoy, enjoy the quietness, enjoy the stillness, enjoy the peace, right? Because not, not all, not every second of your life will be peaceful. Not every second of your life will be you know, stillness, so, yeah, I guess this, this episode was really just me talking to myself, and telling myself that, you know, be patient, be kinder to yourself, more loving, you know, don't be so hard on yourself, and also don't try to live up to people's expectations, you know, people always expect so much out of you, and then, you know, you either live up to them or disappoint them. And you're not going to, you're not going to, um, you're not going to be able to please everybody. Not everybody will always be happy with you, but it doesn't matter. As long as you're true to your intentions, you know, you don't allow intrusive thoughts or intrusive people to come and overtake and, and try to dictate your life, then you're good. I promise you. And... That is my brother in my car. He just got home from school. So I guess I'll be ending this here. Um, it was a nice chit-chat, guys. Uh, expect some content on the Grow Afterthought page. Because we'll be coming back hard. And funnier than ever. And with a special surprise guest. <laughs> I don't know, but yeah, anyways, much love to you guys, jobless, hope you guys have a wonderful day, and this has been the intro outro music.